Hi everyone, good morning. It is me, Sister Melissa. I am here with an important message from the Holy Spirit. A message that is going to put our heart, our spirit, and our mind into a correct perspective on who the Holy Spirit is and why it is very important to not blaspheme against the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit. We are going to be reading from the book of Mark chapter 3. I am going to be jumping around to different verses because the Holy Spirit this morning as I was reading, meditating, and praying the Holy Spirit put within my heart and it was so heavy that I was to relay this message so that everyone who hears under the sound of my voice used by the Holy Spirit washed and covered in the blood of Jesus Christ would fully understand the work of the Holy Spirit and the works of the kingdom of darkness and so the Lord had placed in my heart to relay this message and I hope and I pray that you share this message with others because a lot of the times we become perplexed and become very apprehensive when it comes to the working of the Holy Spirit. But today, I truly believe that we are going to understand the scriptures and God is going to give us a revelation of his word that is going to change the trajectory of our lives from here on out when it comes and concerns the Holy Spirit and why it is a dangerous thing to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. It is 10 a.m. on October 7, 2023 and let us get right into the Word of God. Mark chapter 3 beginning with verse 1 says, And he entered the synagogue again, and a man was there who had a withered hand. So they watched him closely, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, Step forward. Then he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil? to save life or to kill but they kept silent and when he had looked around at them with anger being grieved by the hardness of their hearts he said to the man stretch out your hand and he stretched it out and his hand was restored as whole as the other then the Pharisees went out and immediately plotted with the Herodians against him, how they might destroy him. But Jesus withdrew with the disciples to the sea, and a great multitude from Galilee followed him, and from Judea and Jerusalem and Idumea and beyond the Jordan, and those from Tyre and Sidon and a great multitude, when they heard how many things he was doing, came to him. So he told his disciples that a small boat should 
be kept ready for him because of the multitude, lest they should crush him. For he healed many, so that as many as had afflictions pressed about him to touch him. And the unclean spirits, whenever they saw him, fell down before him and cried out, saying, You are the Son of God. But he sternly warned them that they should not make him known. Now we're going to go down to verse 20. And the word of God says here, Then the multitude came together again, so that they could not so much as eat bread. But when his own people heard about this they went out to lay hold of him for they said he is out of his mind and the scribes who came down from Jerusalem said he has Beelzebub and by the ruler of demons he casts out demons now we're going to jump over to verse 28 assuredly I say to you all sins will be forgiven the sons of men and whatever blasphemes they may utter. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is subject to eternal condemnation because they said he has an unclean spirit. Lord, Father God, in this very moment, I just pray that you illuminate our understanding, Father. I pray that you open our spiritual ears to hear and our spiritual eyes to see. And Lord, Father, that you would open up our hearts to understand the message that is before us, Lord, Father God. We need you. We need you, Lord, Father God right now to illuminate Lord Father God our minds so that we can get a clear perspective on what it is you are trying to say to us in this day. Father God, I pray, Lord, Heavenly Father, that those who hear this message will become transformed. Those who hear this message will turn to the cross. Those who hear this message, they will come to the foot of the cross, the hallelujah, the beginning to where it all starts, where we we can see your mighty hand working in and through us, Father God. So I pray, dear Lord, Heavenly Father, that those who hear the message of your word, that they will repent and turn away from their sins, and they will come to the knowledge of the cross, the knowledge of the crucifixion, the knowledge of the resurrection of Christ Jesus, and they too will be saved and have eternal life. Thank you, Father for your goodness, your greatness, your kindness, Lord Father God, your mercy and your grace that is continually upon us. Thank you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So as I was reading God's word in the book of Mark, Jesus was healing on the Sabbath. And Jesus knew that the scribes and the Pharisees were present uh, and he also knew what was in their hearts uh, because God knows uh, what is in our hearts before we even speak uh, from what is within our hearts uh, and so there was a man that had a withered hand uh, and Jesus knowing the intent of the scribes and the Pharisees hearts uh, he told the man to come forth uh, because that day on the Sabbath uh, he had intentions of 
healing the man with the withered hand to show that it's not about the Sabbath. It's about doing good all around every single day. And so the man was healed on that day. And so this made the Pharisees and the scribes mad enough to try and find legal allegations against Jesus to come and destroy him. But they could not. So the Bible says that there arose a crowd that followed Jesus. And so Jesus tells the disciples to go and make ready a boat before they go and they come in and they try through wanting to be healed and wanting to come and receive that healing. They could have crushed Jesus and destroyed him. But God already knew that he had to make ready a boat before the multitude was able to come in and crush him. And so now we see that the scribes come in because now the multitude is there. And not only the multitude, but the Bible says that Jesus' family was there as well. When Jesus was present before the multitude, that the scribes came in and the scribes said that Jesus, he heals and casts out demons by the leader of darkness. And who is Beelzebub? None other than Satan himself. So when he had understood exactly what the scribes were saying, he goes on to say, and this is where we have to pay attention, because the the word of God says that when his own family heard this, they went to take custody of him, meaning Jesus, for they were saying he is out of his mind. And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem were saying he is possessed by Beelzebul. That means Satan. And he is driving out the demons by the power of the ruler of demons. But then we see where Jesus comes and says this, Assuredly I say to you and most solemnly say to you, all sins will be forgiven the Son of Man and all the abusive and blasphemous things they say. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit and his power by attributing the miracles done by me to Satan never has forgiveness but is guilty of everlasting sin and sin which is unforgivable in this present age as well as the age to come. Jesus said this because the scribes and the Pharisees were attributing his miracles to Satan by saying he has an unclean spirit. So in other words, when we speak against the Holy Spirit, we're taking the works of the Holy Spirit and we're basically giving credit to the kingdom of darkness for the healings taking place, for the demons coming out. And let me tell you something. We cannot give credit to the devil for the works of the Holy Spirit. That's what that means. Blaspheming against the Holy Spirit is saying that when we see miracles taking place, 
when we see uh, demons coming out of those who are possessed uh, and we're attributing them to the kingdom of darkness instead of giving God the honor and the glory we are blaspheming against uh, the Holy Spirit uh, and this is exactly what Jesus turned around and told the scribes uh, that you are trying to give credit uh, to what is going on here the healings that are taking place uh, and all the demons that are coming out of those uh, whom in my presence have to bow down before me uh, and you're giving credit to the kingdom of darkness uh, and you're saying that Satan is the one that is healing Satan is the one who is restoring Satan is the one who is casting out devils and demons uh, and Jesus says before that uh, that a divided house cannot stand uh, Satan cannot cast out Satan so this is the reason why we have to be very careful not to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit because it is the Holy Spirit who brings about healing who brings about casting out demons because in the mighty name of Jesus there is no devil that can stand against the powers of the Holy Spirit and this is exactly what it means to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. We have to be very careful. We have to be very diligent in our walk with Jesus. And this will require us seeking God's presence in the morning, seeking Him in the afternoon, seeking Him in the evening, seeking Him at night. If the Holy Spirit wakes us up, seeking Him in the midnight hour, we must be on guard. We must have that personal, intimate relationship with God through Jesus. And we must be attentive to the voice of the Holy Spirit because in these last days, there is coming a deception for the entire world. And the Bible says that Satan will come and he will deceive many and even the elect at that. We must be seeking God's revelation. We must be seeking God. Hallelujah. And his presence. We must be seeking the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and everything else that God has for us. It will come thereafter. But we must rise up and go to our secret place and seek God's presence because God wants to fill us up. God doesn't want anyone to be deceived but God wants everyone to come to the knowledge of the cross he wants us to repent of our sins he wants us to seek him in spirit and in truth and he wants us to walk according to his will according to his purpose because God has so much to show his children but we must be attentive to hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit as he speaks to us hallelujah Lord, Father, God, right now in this moment, uh, I just pray, Lord, that you continue uh, to illuminate our understanding uh, because it's through your word uh, that we gain revelation. Uh, it's through your word uh, that our lives are transformed. Uh, it's through the blood of Jesus uh, that we are sanctified. Uh, it's through your word uh, that we, Lord, Father, God, are renewed in our minds daily. Uh, Lord, Father, God, I thank you for this moment uh, that you have given
in. Hallelujah. Me as well as those who will be hearing this podcast. I thank you, Father God, that you have given us this moment, Lord, to, to dive deeper into you, into your presence, Lord, Father God. I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus, that those who hear, hallelujah, your message, that they will be forever transformed. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, in Christ I pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. I cannot leave this podcast without first inviting you to receive Jesus into your heart making him your personal Lord and Savior because the only one who will be able to lead and guide you through this life is Jesus because he conquered the grave and he has died and risen again to give us life in abundance, eternal life because the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is salvation and right now where you are God is extending that gift of salvation to you if you will only open your heart to Jesus and repeat these words after me. Father God, I come to you in this very moment and I repent of my sins. I know that I have sinned against you and only you and I need you to cleanse me in the blood of Jesus because I believe that Jesus died for me on the cross and rose again on the third day to give me eternal life. Lord Father God, I turn away from my sins and I seek after you. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Thank you, Father, because from this day on, I will seek you. I will seek your kingdom and I will seek your righteousness. Thank you, Lord for giving me eternal life. Thank you for making me a child of God. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you said that prayer, welcome to the family of God. We welcome you with open arms. There is a party going on in heaven right now for your repentance. If you have reconciled with Jesus, there is a party going on in heaven for your coming back home to the Father. And as they celebrate in heaven, we too celebrate that victorious moment that you made receiving Jesus either back into your heart again or for the first time into your heart. Until the next time. Bye-bye for today.